0: Hello and welcome to Learn in Public with Doug and Eric. I'm Eric. And I'm Doug. And this is the show where we talk about our solo creator businesses. Um, and it's a time during the week where we're not solo. We <laughs> have each other to bounce ideas off of. And we're doing that in public so that if you're a solo creator or maybe you'd like to be a solo creator and you can benefit from this, then awesome. And this is episode number 10. Woo! Woo! Made it
1: to double digits. We did. I love it's how you, awesome. you uh, your, your play on solopreneur. And having a place to not be solo as a solopreneur, I feel yeah. like that's probably the best one of the best taglines or intros to the show that uh, I think we've
0: we've done so far. I like it. Oh, cool! Awesome! <laughs> awesome! Just winging it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's see. I'm in the hot seat this week, which means that I'm going to talk about some stuff that's going on for me, and uh, so we'll get an update from Doug.
1: Yeah, good to be here with you again, Eric um my update this week is uh yeah follow-up on what we talked about last week um where i kind of proposed this this new project of uh writing essays um Mm -hmm. which is something that i've done a little bit in the past and at times i've really wanted to kind of lean into the writing side of of my work uh which is very visual focused being about sketch noting but i've really enjoyed in some ways i enjoy writing more than sketch noting or as much as sketch noting uh, so had some great suggestions from you eric last time about where that might live how to kind of uh, approach that writing and do it in a way that um integrates well with what i'm already doing and also kind of provides the potential for some financial support you brought up substack which I have been exploring over the past week. Um, and I like it. I like it a lot. Good. Uh, I like Substack. I've been writing every day and I'm liking that cadence.
0: Congratulations.
1: Um, So I'm getting basically really excited to, um, probably I'll wait until the new year, uh, but to start a, what I'm kind of thinking of as a Substack publication, um, I like that, that phrasing of it, even though, uh, you know, Substack is a newsletter um, service in a lot of ways. But uh, thinking about it as a publication, since what I want to create are these illustrated essays that I put a decent amount of time and effort into. I kind of like the framing of,
0: of publication.
1: Sure.
0: Which um, sort of like blog meets newsletter, isn't it, really? I mean yeah when you get right down to it because like if i go to your Substack, mm-hmm. i can see all the things you've written yeah it's not just that yeah so um i, I love publication i think it's
1: it's cool and in, in getting it ready and kind of seeing how the Substack kind of platform works um my my profile you know is my name doug neal um and i can have a little like bio of few sentences or whatever, but then kind of the publication or the newsletter that I'm creating can have its own name that's that's Mm -hmm. unique. Some people do, like we talked about Austin Cleon last time. His newsletter is just his name. So it's Austin Cleon by Austin Cleon. But I think most people um name their their newsletter, give it a name. Um and I've been brainstorming some. Uh the one I like so far, it's kind of tentative title is drawn inspiration
0: Draw inspiration okay i like that
1: um which has a little bit of a double meaning uh because it's the main thing i'm sharing is uh inspiration that i've drawn from the books i've read so like mm-hmm. that that meaning of drawing inspiration, right? You draw inspiration from others. You draw inspiration from your life experiences. But yep. then of course I'm drawing in these illustrated essays. So mm-hmm. the the little, little tagline would be, uh, uh, illustrated essays on life and books. Like, like cause I do want to have like an emphasis there that, um, I mean, that's really, it's what it's a combination of like things going on in mm-hmm. my life, things I'm reading in books. Um, so that's how I'm kind of thinking about it and framing it so far. We'll see if other ideas for, especially the hardest one is the title, like coming up with the name of a thing and then, you know, kind of committing to it. So that's probably Can where I, I feel the most Ask
0: one question. Yeah. Why, um, drawn past tense.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do also like drawing inspiration. Me too. Um, so that, that could be an alternative one. Uh, the reason I didn't, and this is maybe a stupid and ins- uh, maybe a bad reason. I shouldn't say stupid. Reason. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. Not stupid. Uh, the URL drawn is available. Oh. And if someone searches drawing inspiration, um, what what comes up are uh have to do with like um how to find inspiration for your drawings it's right like right real right, life right examples i, I and, get
0: that i get that that, that makes may sense. or not that's not stupid that, that makes a lot of sense
1: yeah that may not be a good enough reason to not not go with drawing inspiration um uh, no because i do no, like... i
0: actually don't think it is i think so you could get the url drawn in, have you already got it i went ahead and picked it up because okay, i was gonna say that's what, that's you, what did, you did right? before this publishes mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or one of our three subscribers <laughs> might go beat me to i be know <laughs> yeah, i might go jump jump and get
0: on it um <laughs> yeah no i think um i think that's a great reason yeah no i i And just hearing that totally makes sense. Drawing inspiration is a is much more generic. Drawn inspiration is uh, it's it's just a little different. And just sitting with it this long makes me like it better. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. I think that's good.
1: Yeah. And I I think think like with with naming something like uh, I guess I'm stating this for. reminding myself of this as hard as it is to remember like uh it doesn't matter that much like once it gets going it will kind of like develop its own identity through your work so trying not to put too much pressure around the the name of a thing um totally is what i tell myself about it but totally
0: yeah yeah. it's 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 important ish important (laughs) and you've got You've got a great uh, a great option going there. Yeah, I think drawing inspiration is beautiful. Actually, yeah, I'm a fan. Well, now, and I you. like it better than drawing. So. Okay, glad to hear it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's
1: it. I'm gonna keep keep plugging away, and hopefully, in um, uh, yeah, probably sometime in the new year. I think I want to have, um, I think I want to have three essays up by the time I kind of like announce it. And I think there's one hmm. one essay that's kind of just describing the origins of this project. That'll sure. be the one like on the homepage that will be publicly available. But then I think everyone after that will be kind of behind the paywall of the $5 per month or $50 per year, uh, subscription Perfect. to this publication. Um, so that's the plan. I that's great. Yeah. Thanks Yay. for, again, for the inspiration last week, like that Substack was like a huge, huge opener for, for me. Um, and just seeing, like, the writing community that's there on Substack, I think, will be a good thing. That's pretty cool. Huh? So. That's pretty cool. Um, but that's um, it for me. I'll throw neat. it to you, Eric.
0: Okay. Um, well, geez. Geez, Louise. Like I was telling you before we hopped on, I've been kind of um, d- dealing with the 10- and 12-year-old me um, and the, how those uh, – those two times in my life where I, um, one has to deal with my first introduction to work at 10 years old. I I don't don't, Have I told this story already about the, the newspaper route I did for my friend? I
1: think you maybe made a brief reference to it.
0: Yeah. It anyway, it freaked me out. I said for a week, I was going to cover a newspaper route for the neighbor kid. And, um, the night before I was, I couldn't sleep. I was crying. I was like, I can't do this. You know, I just had like total anxiety about it. You know, poor little 10 year old. And my mom was just like, just, you know, bless her heart. I mean, she's, she was trying to help, but she's like, it's going to be fine. Don't worry. But what I like, I realized now is what I really needed was somebody to go, you know, I'll help you. Mm. And so This has been my challenge in being a solopreneur is coming up against this 10-year-old who really wants someone to say, I'll help you, um, but I'm doing it on my own. Mm -hmm. And I see that that's kind of perfect. It's the way of working through this. It's why that probably happened in the first place. It's why it still comes up. You know, it's like, it's just my path. It's what the, the universe is laying out before me. Um, So two things, I am realizing that yes, I am getting help in places like this and um, with all the other support I have. So I remind myself that yeah, I'm not doing this on my own. That helps the 10 year old calm down. Then the 12 year old chimes in. (laughs) And that was when I first started dealing with issues of identity. Um, When I first realized I'm not okay way I am because people uh, people make fun of me and they want to hurt me if I just do what I think is natural Um, this was the first time I ever kind of got you know uh, teased for being gay you Mm -hmm. know or not being like all the other kids Um, and I didn't even know I was gay at the time you know like I didn't didn't know what gay was at 12 Mm you know it was it was the 70s for crying out loud and so i that was when i started to kind of hide and create a, a shell around myself and try to figure out how do i present a personality mm-hmm. that will be accepted and successful and loved in the real world yeah you know and then it took took another 10 years to dismantle all that and finally come out of the closet but that identity um was a real like it was a again kind of like a a real blessing in a lot of ways because i very consciously was like i need to be someone else and i didn't it wasn't like i was um just sort of falling into it i was like i need to do this now like i need to change um and so i kind of look at my life now the same way i'm like okay what is i what is identity where does it factor into Mm -hmm. things like my business my social media presence my podcast you know what what are all these things and how do i bring my most authentic self to them because that is a value of mine now is yeah being my most most authentic self um and then this week seeing everything with ChatGPT and how what a watershed moment this is in for humanity really I, tell me about guy, that i don't know what that chat is chat gpt is that new ai that everybody's talking about oh um where they got a million people to sign up in 6 days had to like shut it down um this thing can do anything it's sp- Spooky, 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 smart. Um, and it's, I heard one person talk about it as being kind of like Hiroshima. It's that big of a thing mm. that we have crossed a threshold now. Um,
1: now, is that, that the I've, one I've seen? Um, I've seen two that's different. That's not the
0: one making the pictures.
1: Yeah, I've seen the one that makes the pictures and I've seen one that like auto writes. It's the auto-writing auto one. Okay.
0: It auto-writes essays. It auto-writes code. It auto-writes programs. Um, it won't be long before it's writing entire books. Um, it's And illustrating them. And illustrating I'm them. of a job. Absolutely. Just kidding. Well, but here's the thing. Is, yes, there are going to be a generation of kids. Your, your kids are going to grow up in this world.
1: Mm-hmm. So...
0: I was thinking about it on my walk this morning. It's like um, the last time I went to a cobbler was in the 90s. <laughs> and I know I could probably still find a cobbler if I needed one, but do they even make shoes that last long enough to go to a cobbler anymore? Right. So there are things that just go away. Mm-hmm. Um, but what will this AI make go away yeah you know will it make the idea of actually writing go away and then will it make the idea of thinking go away will it make the idea of friendship companionship go away Mm -hmm. because you can have an ai that is a perfect companion never an awkward moment only good times um it basically promises the end of suffering through convenience, which is like addiction.
1: In the That's best like, case scenario too, like which who knows how long it would take to even get to that point. Yeah, but it's bringing it, up those questions for sure.
0: It's like a, you know, I mean, it's almost, I mean, you know, it's, it's like opium mm. really, you know, it's, and, and, and it's it's just a huge unknown, right? Mm-hmm. Again, it comes back to real people authentically interacting as humans, and I want to bring everything I do back to that. Yeah, I am not going to be writing bedtime stories from the AI. Um, I am not going to be doing that in my work and in in my life. I'm not totally against AI for things like, for example, Spotify. I think it's the best use of AI that's ever come around. Spotify recommends some awesome music Mm -hmm. and makes some great playlists. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not totally against it, but I think that it can get to a very um, disturbing place really fast. Yeah. So... I want to bring this authenticity front and center in everything I do. This is a very long, uh, way around to this segue of I'm about to go on my first vacation in four years. Um, so, and I'm also at the, at a inflection point with my businesses where I'm going to be launching this new thing next year. Um, Awaken Your Myth, and I really am committed to growing Listen to Sleep to make it more uh, more of a better business, to make it kind of be what I always hoped it would be, which is my full-time job. Um, so that means Listen to Sleep basically needs to double from what it is now. I got all my Spotify wrapped numbers this year, mm. and it's in the top 1% of podcasts. Hmm. It's, um, you know, it's over a quarter of a million downloads a month. You'd think that would be enough for the podcast to cover my, you know, to be a full-time living for me with sponsors and um, and supporters who get the premium podcast. But it's right at about half. Gotcha. <laughs> it kind of needs to, if it doubled We'd, we'd be right there. So I'm going to be gone for the last two weeks of the year from working. I'm just going to take that time off because uh, I need it. I need to clear my head, step away from the regular routine of creating three episodes a week and everything else I do. Um, and I'm just, I was just today writing the introduction that's going to, because I'm creating all those episodes over the mm. next week to you know so I'm like working hard every day right now to take this time off. I'm going to have a generic opener for for two weeks worth of episodes which will be sick uh about six episodes. And at first I thought I'll just you know say hey I'm on vacation thanks. But I thought no I'm going to share what's really going on for me hmm. which is that I could use my listeners help in making this happen. If they, so basically, I'm, I kind of told a little story about, thank you so much. This is, it's amazing that the podcast is now, it has listeners in 117 countries, you know, it's in the top 1% of podcasts worldwide, but it's still hasn't gotten to the point that I've been trying to get to for the last three and a half years. So what I'd really love is if you could help me get there. And the way we can do that is if each of you just shared this with a couple of your friends, send them a link to the website. They can get what you get for free and it will make the podcast big enough where I can reach my goal. And if you'd like, it would be super helpful if you want to support the podcast. And I have a new uh, premium, um, I'm going to revamp the premiums episodes in the new year. It's going to make them even better, more valuable. If you sign up now, you'll get, you know, you'll get something extra. Um, And that felt really good to just kind of like, just authentically say, look, I don't love doing this. Mm -hmm. but here's where I'm at and I'm just going to level with you. Um, And I honestly don't know if it's the right way to do it or if I should just do, you know, something more marketing, Mm. you know, like should I keep my mouth shut and just try to get on more podcasts and get listeners that way? Or, but then I thought, you know what? No, I'm just going to, I'm going to, authentically tell these people who you know like the podcast that if they just shared it it would really help me it's going to help the people they share it with yeah um and it doesn't cost anybody anything no so
1: and you know what it reminds me of is like the way you were describing the story you're going to tell and um uh kind of a bit of a a pitch to to your current audience is it just made me think of kind of the annual, um, public radio, uh, it's very much in there. drives room. and even yeah. independent, um, podcasts like radio lab and this American life. Like I don't listen to those as much anymore, but like they yeah. do this type of thing kind of regularly, at least once yeah. a year, if not more than once a year. So if this is the first time you're doing it in three and a half years, um uh, yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's nothing to be, worried about there
0: yeah and i and i'm not worried about it actually once i finished kind of outlining the whole thing um i'm gonna record it today um after we get off um nice and i'm i'm really excited about it yeah you know like i'm i'm excited to kind of do this thing and and i also know that if it doesn't happen it's okay you know like it's Mm -hmm. it's not like you know i don't have this uh stress like oh everything's gonna fall apart um the the 10 year old isn't running the show (laughs) you know Uh, and it it, you know it's okay but it still is not like it doesn't feel comfortable or like Mm -hmm. oh yeah i know exactly what to do and here's market research shows that this this and this and this will double your podcast in this amount of days and uh, you know there's a part of me that feels like oh i kind of should be doing that kind of a thing Cause like I have a business and that's how businesses run. <laughs> but then I realized, no, that's not me. <laughs> that's not how my business runs. Yeah.
1: No. And then like, it's not You're you're hitting on like that identity and authenticity that you just mentioned, which is like a, a core part of how you want to run your business. Um, and there's nothing, there's nothing make or break about this, um, what you're doing here and what you're putting out, uh, yeah. which it sounds like that's where you got to is like fe- feeling good about it. And, um, knowing that it's going to work out no matter what the response is.
0: True. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and I, I really am looking forward to, to growing the podcast because now, you know, like now I'm thinking I'm going to move it to a different host um, which is going to give me more opportunities to advertise. I'd love if I had a bigger mm-hmm. podcast. I could attract advertisers that I would really be excited to have on board. I mean, I've been lucky to have some already. I, I've never had to have an advertiser that I didn't like, mm-hmm. um, you know, or that I what's would, your, like, felt bad about.
1: What's your current host, and where are you moving to? If you're, I'm an anchor.
0: Sharing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an anchor, and that's been great for getting the podcast to where it is. Mm -hmm. And I think, I still think Anchor is the best place to start a podcast. Yeah, Unfortunately, it's, I've kind of outgrown it. Um, And so I'm looking at either moving to Megaphone, which is another Spotify company. Anchor's Mm -hmm. a Spotify company. Um, Megaphone. They're buying them
1: all up, aren't they?
0: They are. (laughs) Art 19, which is an Amazon company. Uh, Omni Studio, which is a Triton digital company. I have no idea who they are. <laughs> um, I'm still waiting on a call from them. Or Acast, which is a Swedish company that's not Spotify. Um, they all have advantages and disadvantages. And um, Megaphone's probably going to be the most expensive. You know, like it's going to incur a bigger monthly expense because they bill by how many, how many, how many downloads you have. Mm. Um, but they could also. It seems like there's the highest potential for uh, revenue there. Um, unfortunately, what I would have to do to do to access that would be to add what they call programmatic ads, which means ads like that. that are not me yeah. talking. And that they're inserted like uh,
1: they're all kind of like at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Is it kind of like how YouTube does it, though, where like, yeah, it's not not everyone's going to hear the same ad and the ad that gets played will change over time. So it's kind of like the benefit is that it's outside of your control or that you don't have to do anything about it. The downside is that it's outside of your
0: control. (laughs) The drawback is, you know, it could be Toyota, you know, and it's just, and it could just be a real, but the way, if I do that, the way I'll do it is to put a thing in the beginning of the podcast saying... You know like 10 seconds saying hey the um we're gonna get to the story right after these messages from our sponsor that um allow this podcast to stay free and if you want to get it without ads you know you can sign up for the ad free version um at the link in the show notes um and then there'll be a couple of ads and then and then i'll have a mid-roll spot between the intro and the um the actual story that I can sell myself and do an ad if I want to. Oh, there you go. What I'd prefer is to not have any programmatic ads, mm-hmm. you know, have any outside stuff, mm-hmm. but I just don't have enough. Uh, the podcast isn't big enough for me to get the advertisers where I could do host read ads. Yeah. So it's just been this like, you know um, yeah. So it's, and I'm, and I am a little afraid that programmatic ads, could uh hurt the podcast people be like oh i don't you know i'm going this isn't is this even the same podcast Mm. because for years now the only ad i've had has been the anchor ad at the beginning of the show and they've paid me a little bit of money every month for that and that's kind of been a part of what's made it work out financially so when i move i'm going to lose that um anyway it's it's a little complicated and a little scary yeah Uh, but I think I could make it work
1: yeah absolutely I think so too I didn't mean to sidetrack you uh, no 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 that's kind of
0: curious about I wanted to actually mention that yeah yeah because it's um, you know like it's the kind of stuff you run into as a podcaster you know like the more successful you get the more things there are to juggle Mm -hmm. um and the more it kind of matters you know because yeah. it really all comes down to listeners you know yep. no listeners no success mm-hmm. um, and listeners is giving people you know what they came for and I, I think that i can keep doing that you know and it's no problem to skip the ads at the beginning of a podcast if right. you want to, you know i think most people probably do that um,
1: and it wouldn't surprise me if Initially, maybe in the podcast world, some people might have a little bit of a negative reaction to programmatic ads, but I've got to think that before long, it's going to be like YouTube where people don't even associate, I don't think at least, the programmatic ads with the (laughs) the content, with the video they're about to watch. They just know it's something that they're going to find on YouTube. They're going to have to watch a little bit of an ad before they watch the video. So they they don't connect it to the creator. Um, and
0: lots of other podcasts do the same. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just don't know what percentage of my listeners uh, listen to other podcasts. Right. You know, like, right. do they listen to podcasts that do that? And they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. Um, I could ask them, too. I probably should in my next newsletter. That's not a bad idea. I'm going to be writing that next week. Um, I got to write that down. hmm <laughs> Ask about hats. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so yeah, that's, um, that's kind of where that's at. Yeah. Do you, do you want to talk about what we were going to, about uh, season one and what we'd kind of talked about at the beginning of the. Um, Yeah. But maybe let's like, where do you want to,
1: uh, how do you want to wrap up yours? Cause you mentioned, okay, you're gonna, you're getting ready for this, uh, first vacation in four years. Is there anything that you'd like mm-hmm. to say about like what that vacation is? If you're willing um, to share or it, you don't have to. Afford? No, it's
0: just, it's just, I, I just need some time to, I need a couple of weeks with away from the routine of gotcha. this, you oh, know, absolutely. really? Um, that's, it's just, it's literally been three and a half years of, you know, an at least one episode every week. and, two years of three episodes every week. Wow. Um, so I just need, a—I need a couple of weeks. I'm going to spend some time with one of my best friends. It's going to be, it's going to be great. And really it's it's about, to it. it's about two week, two weeks long. Yeah. It's going to be about two weeks. It's Thanks. going to, it's going to be two weeks away from creating new episodes. Yeah. Gotcha. So, well, um, which, which I'm excited and about. you alluded to this, but
1: for, so people know too, that means that like, <laughs> You still have to do the work associated with those two weeks it's just that you're doing them now it's like you have to
0: push yourself right. in
1: order to be able to take a vacation which is yes. a kind of recurring dynamic for
0: a solopreneur creator um well and to be fair i mean i could have just done reruns you could have that's yeah, that's what a lot that. of podcasts do um and uh last week the uh the 10-year-old in me was like reruns we're doing reruns uh-huh. and joe my fiance was like no babe don't 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 do that you're going to you'll regret that just yeah. buckle down and you know work a little extra hard now and you'll be glad you did yeah. and he was right and i got i'm about I'm a third of the way through creating all the extra content now. Nice. And as I've been uploading it and getting it in there, I've been like, Oh, this is great. Now I'm starting to imagine what a month off would look like. Ooh, I Yeah. Could, I could do that with enough preparation. Yeah. You know, I could, I could do that and I could go, you know, and take a longer vacation next year. So we'll I think see.
1: that's a good, like long-term goal for the both of us maybe. Cause I've had that in mind for, um, yeah. Early on too, like, Building in systems where there can be a seasonality to your work, where you have, mm-hmm. um, you know, at, at different timescales too. This is kind of venturing into a whole nother potential topic, but like setting up your schedule so that okay, maybe you have half of Friday every Friday, half of the day you take it off, or you take every Friday off, um, mm-hmm. and then once a month you take two days off, and then. Like once a year, you take a week off or a month off or whatever it is, like building in those seasonal breaks and creating like the business structure, whether it's preparing in advance or having other sort of like planned ways to to handle those breaks, building Mm -hmm. them in, um, I think is what can make this career for us sustainable Um, and also maybe lead to better work because of what those two weeks off, what that month off, what that every Friday off, what that, um, the way in that, in which that re-energizes you and you come back with new ideas or at least new energy and that feeds into the work too. Um, yeah. So that's a good, good goal. I feel like, um, and it sounds like though you've got, uh, as far as the, uh, you had mentioned before we hopped on the call, like a, a, a pitch. Um, that being the pitch to your listeners, it sounds like you've got that pretty well figured out. Um,
0: I yeah, well, that was kind of what I wanted to run it by you and see what you you thought of that. And I'm glad yeah. you were like, yeah, totally go with that. Yeah, because um, that's kind of how I was feeling. But you know, it's uh, it's always good to just ask someone else. Yeah. Makes, makes the 10 year old feel better. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think the combination of things just to kind of re- reiterate what I think is valuable about that, like the combination of, um, you know, your, your honest, awesome authenticity, authenticity around where you want to go and like your ambition for the show. Um, because that's an indicator telling them like where it is now top 1%, but that your goal is still to like double listeners. Um, and that you're going to continue like making the show better Mm
0: -hmm. that
1: shows your like commitment to, to the show and to make it good. Um, And then the, the asks of uh, sharing it with a couple of friends, which will bring value to those friends. Uh, So they listeners can kind of help each other and kind of help their community by sharing Mm -hmm. what you're up to. But then there's also the kind of perk revamp um that speaks to the listener's own benefit uh -hmm. so i feel like you've hit on the people that want to support you and have you benefit from their actions have that the people that want to benefit their friends and the people that want to benefit themselves through the perks like you're allowing people to tap into like any one of those like desires to help themselves or or others so i think that's what's kind of cool about the, the pitch you described
0: yeah, yeah, I, 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 and I do feel like it's all, you know, it's just above board. It's like, hey, look, here's, um, I'm not trying to get rich here. I just really want to, like, yeah. you know, like I just, I kind of need to take this business up a notch, and you can help. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Love it. Um, well, that's great.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe there we can, um, transition into a. Uh, final segment for, for this week, special segment. Uh, I think we maybe only have done like a third segment once before from a, a question that came in. That's uh, right. But that over the past, I don't know, handful of weeks, Eric and I have been talking about the, the holidays coming up, uh, a two-week vacation coming up for Eric, um, and then just this transition to the new year. And this being episode 10, considering it uh, kind of a good time maybe to wrap up what we will call season 1 of of the show uh and then take a break for for a while and come back sometime in in 2023 with a season 2 um give ourselves some time to rest to also maybe dig a little bit deeper on other projects like i think this will create a little bit of space in my weekly schedule to get kind of my substack publication sure. off the ground uh, and I'm sure, I mean, you have many projects that you're working on, Eric, that would, would benefit from some time. Um, and from my perspective, and then I'll throw it to Eric, if to hear if Eric has reflections on these previous 10 episodes and what might come next. Like, I feel like over these, uh, you know, 10 weeks that we've been chatting, we've each kind of had... A couple of, a couple or a handful of things that we've worked on and like kept referencing, and our conversations have helped us to kind of figure out some of the details or get confident in our decisions in those realms, to the point where I'm feeling pretty good about like my plan moving forward. So I'm kind of excited to jump into execution mode, um, but I have no doubt that in the coming months, like. Questions are going to crop up, like uncertainties will arise. Where uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll have like a n- note card or a spot on my phone or someplace to list like questions that I want to bring up uh, with Eric <laughs> next time we, we start <laughs> chatting again, right? Um, so that's kind of how I'm envisioning a season two in 2023. Once we both have like, you know, done the work for a while and then we identify some things that we maybe want to explore. Uh, that could be what what season two brings uh um, sure how about you Eric how how are you thinking about past ten episodes and uh uh
0: well i the i do two? think the, the i I agree with everything you said and that, that i I've had the same sorts of benefits come just idea wise and you know sorting out everything around this new venture uh and kind of like getting the podcast to, to to a new level of success um that's been really helpful and i think that as much it's been the that not being in this alone mm-hmm. thing it's yeah. been so important to me and that's more of like a spiritual emotional aspect to this that you can't put a like a productivity number on or a you know it's just that I know we're going to talk mm. and that the talk is going to be good. And it's, you know, like, it's just uh, um, I'm not in this on my own, you know. So for someone like me, that is a huge benefit. You know, I I do love being in charge of my own business, mm-hmm. but I don't love being the only one <laughs> in my business <laughs> some days, yeah. Um, so it's a uh, uh, yeah. It's just that's been the biggest the the biggest benefit for me, and I'm looking forward to uh, to more of that, and to continuing our um, our collaboration on our individual things and this one thing that we do together. Yeah. It might well, also so. be really fun to kind of take some time before we come back for season two and see what we could do to make this more successful. It's true you know? because it, it's, it's, it's very niche. Uh, it is very niche. Um, and, and it's not we, like this is as far as like viewership
1: as a show, this hasn't really grown um, no. that much since we started. No, it hasn't. Uh, which, but was, I also really, which was like a secondary goal. I mean, it was right. a little bit of a goal. You know, we wanted we wanted it to be useful and interesting for other people. And I think it is to at least a few people. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Well, and it's it,
0: not like it's, you know, time-sensitive information. A lot of this stuff is good no matter when you stumble across it. It's true. And that's what's nice about having it on YouTube. Um, but it would be interesting, before we come back for Season 2 to go, you know, to kind of like do a, a – uh, doug and eric's market analysis tm um, <laughs> and kind of go well what would you know like if we were going to tweak it yeah what would those tweaks look like because now we have we've got a thing mm-hmm. you know how do we make that thing better i i've tweaked my podcast so much over the years yeah um and the, the tweaking is kind of fun oh yeah so it brings i look forward fresh to doing
1: to, that talk about that um yeah I have an idea, too, for one of those tweaks. Um, oh, you want to share it? Yeah, I think I do. Um, Good. We maybe we've I think this has come up, whether on the show or in our private conversations of, like, you know, the structure this season, these first 10 episodes, has been pretty consistent. One person shares a short update, the other person does a deep dive on what they're thinking about, and throughout mm-hmm. that, we've touched on, like, a lot of the components of each of our businesses, but we've never mm-hmm. really done it like systematically um Mm -hmm. so a new format a potential new format for season two is maybe we lay out like 10 key topics uh that Mm. any solopreneur uh has to address questions they have to answer or things that they have to figure out about their business like you know uh audience product marketing uh content like we could define oh, like, like what those are, and then in each of the episodes, we each describe: here's how I approach marketing in my business. Here are the products mm. that I create for my business. Like, and here, here's like how they're monetized. Like, even today, like I'd been wanting for a while to hear a little bit about the kind of monetization of your <laughs> uh, podcast because we've never done a deep dive into that. Um, mm-hmm. So that could be a um, a potential structure. For that season um and then there could also be a component of weekly updates to it uh like we could each bring maybe like a quick question that we have about our business either before Mm -hmm. or after that kind of topical deep dive
0: i like that idea a lot i like that idea a lot um yeah yay sweet well we'll, we'll look at that that. little preview of season two yeah
1: hey there we go (laughs) So if you found us on YouTube and we haven't uploaded it in a while now, you know why, and now, you know, uh, what you might get to see, <laughs> who knows, we could come up with a better idea, um, yeah, who knows? season two in 2023.
0: Awesome. Well, Doug, thank you so much for, for doing this with me for these last 10 weeks. Um, it's really been awesome and I am going to look forward to seeing you again in the new year for sure.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, I have appreciated these calls immensely and uh, benefited from and just enjoyed the, this time spent together, yeah, as, as you mentioned. Um, and I hope you have a great, great break that the lead up to your your vacation isn't too, too packed or too stressful and that you just really enjoy that a uh, couple of weeks. Um, yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And then we can connect again next year. All right.
0: Well... Take care, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. And we'll see you in 2023.
1: Yeah, see you then.